Welcome to All Saints Bisson. Built close to a river crossing recorded in the Doomsday Book, the church was always part of the Bisson Abbey estate, held by the Knights Templar, then the Earls of Salisbury, and it was given to Anne of Cleves as part of her divorce settlement before she swapped it with the Hobby family in 1552. Start at the back of the church. Look around. The church is bigger than you would expect for a village church due to local benefactors. Behind you is the oldest part, mid-12th century Norman tower housing the choir vestry. It is built of clunch chalk, which is very soft, topped with a pyramidal tiled roof and a parapet wall. You can see the thickness of the walls in the window arches and note the differing stone embellishments on the tops of the two columns at the entrance under the arch. In front of you on the left north side is the Williams Chapel, built by the Williams family of Temple House in the 1870s. In the centre is the nave, which has been extended looking to the 1914 window. To the far right is the Hobby Burial Chapel, dating from 1566, with spectacular monuments, also containing the plaques of the Van Sittart family. The South Isle was extended in a major renovation in 1849 to make the current doorway and also change the roofline. Start at the back wall by the vestry door. Look at the vicar's board, which shows a continuous service since 1312, Register Barnaby. Also, the village war memorial installed in 1920 following public collection. The wooden altar rails and screen were also part of the commemoration. The World War II plaque was added later in 1946. The brass on the back wall dates from 1517. Thomas Crecket, a fishmonger, is the only one remaining of a family group. A rubbing of Annis, his wife, from the Bodleian Library is shown above. We know that Thomas was a salt fishmonger from his arms. Was Thomas a master of the guild to be honoured with such a brass? The inscription reads, Pray for the souls of Thomas Crecket, sometime fishmonger of London, and Annis, his wife, the which Thomas deceased the 25th day of July, the year of our Lord, 1517. O whose soul you have mercy. Go into the choir vestry through the red curtain. The brasses on the left-hand wall are the Brinkhurst brasses, made by Gerard Johnson's workshop in London. They depict John Brinkhurst in civilian dress with his two wives. Elizabeth Blundell, whom he married at Bissom in May 1567. She died in 1581. He then married Jane Woodford of Brightwell, who outlived him by two years, dying in 1616. The inscription reads, Here lieth the body of John Brinkhurst, sometimes citizen and mercer of London and merchant venturer. The Brinkhursts owned Temple Mill from 1544. They were initially wool merchants, then became wealthy merchant venturers, and around 1580, John Brinkhurst endowed the almshouses in Marlow with places for Bisson widows. Note the dates on the brasses were never filled in as they remained Catholic. Persona non grata, perhaps no one dared. Go up the right-hand south aisle of the church. At the far end, the two worthy knights lie recumbent, which was unusual in England, with hobby hawks at their feet. Philip by the wall and Thomas on the outside. Sir Philip Hobby was a trusted courtier 
to King Henry VIII. He married Elizabeth Stoner and swapped his Suffolk estate with Anne of Cleves for Bisson. His younger half-brother Thomas inherited the estate in 1556 and married the highly educated Lady Elizabeth Cook at Bisson. Her father, Anthony Cook of Gidea Park, was tutor to Prince Edward. It was this lady who built this burial chapel in 1566 on her return to Bisson, following the death in Paris of her husband, Sir Thomas, ambassador to France, aged only 36. This chapel is dominated by the main hobby monument, an elaborate tableau of coloured alabaster with Corinthian columns, masterminded by Lady Hobby herself. She is depicted kneeling with her family around her, wearing a countess's coronet, despite not actually acquiring it. Her daughters are behind her and her infant son in front. All under the canopy were dead at the time of her death in 1609. Outside the canopy are sons Edward and Thomas Posthumus, and in front, daughter Anne, who was Countess of Worcester. Various flags relating to the family are on the railings. Lady Hobby remained close to the court of Queen Elizabeth, and in 1578, she remarried Lord John Russell, son of the Duke of Bedford. He sadly predeceased his father by six months, so did not actually inherit the title. His monument is in Westminster Abbey, also designed by Lady Hobby, who fought for their daughters to inherit and failed. Between 1570 and 1600, Lady Hobby designed other elaborate monuments which were carved by the Curé brothers. Margaret Carey, wife of her son Edward and first cousin to Queen Elizabeth, has an unusual marble obelisk with swans and a flaming heart on top. She died in 1605. The six-light enamelled window was installed in 1609 by Edward Hobby in honour of his mother and his wife. In the four windows, the swan is for Carey, the tiger argent on a hat for Hobby, and in the third window, there are the arms of Stoner and Hobby. Originally, there was another window over the knights. Edward did not leave any legitimate issue, but recognised his illegitimate son Peregrine, who inherited the estate. Other hobbies lie in the crypt, including Edward's daughter. The succession was never easy, perhaps due to the abbot's curse. It finally led to the Dean of Ardfort as the last hobby. See the plaques on the end wall. John Hobby Mill's widow sold the estate in 1790. Further down the wall of this chapel are the Van Sittart plaques. The next major family at Bissom came from Shottisbrook and made their money in India alongside Clive of India. George was a linguist who married his cousin Sarah and made a modest fortune in India and bought Bissom from the hobbies. Their family was to be here for nearly 200 years. His son George on the same plaque, a general in the army, married Anne Mary Copson late in life and died one year before his father. Thus, the next Lord of the Manor in 1825 was George Henry Van Sittart, the grandson, aged only one, a minor. Henry, Earl of Plymouth, was his guardian, and the Reverend Edward Neal, George Henry's brother, was a trustee of the estate. His aunt, married to Augustus East, lived in the Abbey. They all have plaques on the wall. 
1849, major renovations and a Gothic makeover took place under the direction of architect Benjamin Ferry. The door from the Hobby Chapel was filled in. The new chancel arch was built on top of an old arch. The south aisle was extended to make the new doorway and porch that you see today. George Henry Van Stark produced no heir, despite having three wives. So his cousin, Edward Van Stark Neal, aged 75, inherited the estate. Known as the father of the cooperative movement, Edward Neal took money out of the estate to fund that. And in 1892, his son, Sir Henry Van Stark Neal, took over as the Lord of the Manor. He worked at the Admiralty and he and his wife Florence were popular in the village. They had three children. The life-size monument marks the tragedy of 1904. George Kenneth, aged only 14, the Vansittart heir, died of appendicitis at Eton. The life-size monument with his dog Norman and the triangular window in the east over the big hobby window commemorates him. His sister Elizabeth married Major Leo Paget in 1917 and they had two sons saving the succession. Sir Henry died in 1923 and his sister Edith supervised the beautification of the chapel. She died in 1933, followed in 1937 by Lady Florence, nay Edith. Further tragedy is in the bronze plaque for Barclay and Guy, the young heirs to the estate, killed in the Second World War in 1942 and 1944, both aged 23. In response to a request by Lord Astor in 1946, their mother and aunt leased the Abbey as the first national sports centre in memory of the two boys. It was finally sold to the nation in August 1963, 60 years ago. In the nave, in 1949, a makeover installed Gothic oak trees in the Hobby Chapel. They were moved from the nave some hundred years later. It is high quality carving. They are all different on a theme of flowers and fauna. Note the private pew at the back over the vestry for the hobby. In 1894, the church flooded knee deep and services were held in the great hall of the abbey. This led to the pulpit being raised and tiles being laid to replace the wooden floor rotted by flooding. The new font at the rear was a gift from George Henry Van Sittart and the Reverend Thornton. The current chancel window dates from 1914. It was given by Edith Van Sittart Neal in memory of family members and designed by James Powell. It replaced one given by the people and merchants of Shanghai in memory of Vice Admiral Edward Wesley Van Sittart in 1855 and his efforts on the HM Sloop Bitten in the suppression of piracy in the China Seas. See the plaque up on the opposite wall to the Van Sittart plaques. The oak chest dates from 1908, was carved by the Bissom Carving Club, which ran through several years from 1903 to 1913. The 1912 Eagle Lecton was a gift of General Arthur Newbold Rich, a classic eagle on the world. 
go to the North Isle. The Williams Chapel, the third major family to have influence in Bissom. Thomas, also known as the Copper King from Craigie Don Anglesey, bought Temple Mills in 1788 to process the copper he mined. He built Temple House. The chapel was a gift of his grandson, General Owen Williams, in the 1870s at a cost of £2,000. The dark copper gunmetal plaques with simple designs are a complete contrast to the hobby decorations. General Williams was a friend of Edward, Prince of Wales, who attended the church with, often with Lily Lantry. The east window, dated 1875, is in memory of his parents, Colonel Thomas Piers Williams and Emily. The north window, showing St Cecilia and St Elizabeth of Hungary, was given by General Owen Lewis Pope Williams in memory of Fanny. The Williams family provided a number of MPs for Marlowe. There is also a Williams monument outside. The cloak, sword and hat are missing from it. This is over the vault. The general's sister Edith, Countess of Aylesford, also has a plaque in this chapel. She was involved in a scandal with George Spencer Churchill, which resulted in an illegitimate son who was not accepted by the House of Lords. A delightful plaque commemorates Eliza Hughes, who drowned in 1810, sister-in-law of Owen Williams, son of Thomas, who was at that time MP for Marlowe. The old 16th century tomb of dark Purbeck marble was brought from Anglesey in memory of Jane Wheatley, who died in 1850, daughter of Thomas Williams. The altarpiece was a gift from Henry Stanger Bouchier, RAF, who died in 1944. There is no known Williams connection. To the plaques on the right-hand wall, Henry Windsor, the last of that name, was guardian of the young George Henry Vansittart between 1825 and 1845. As the Earl of Plymouth, he married George Henry's aunt. Patricia Burstall was a long-time historian of the church. At the rear of the church, a new boiler was installed in 1923 at a cost of £300, a gift of Benjamin Mason, son of the Reverend Farrer. In 2019, this was removed and the toilet and mini kitchen was installed in this space. In 2021, the community space was created by Bisson Church Friends, with the pews being cleared for new usage and to create new stories. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this, you might want to listen to my podcast, In the Shadow of the Abbey, covering the history and life of Bissom. Thank you so much for your interest. You may want to look at bissomchurchfriends.org for interesting articles and do join us.